You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Good morning, Mac Garland here, NMLS number 58700, better known as MG, the Mortgage Guy. I hope all is well today. Hope everybody having a blessed day. We are alive. We are blessed. Uh, welcome to another. This is a quick rant because I'm about to go get my, my workout on and we're about to do a quick rant right now. All right. Quick, quick, quick rant. Um, good morning to all of you guys checking in. Good morning, good morning, good morning. So, look, I put up a post yesterday. Well, first of all, let me tell you. You guys have been inundating me with DMs about a housing crash. I cannot tell you how many DMs I've been receiving over the past two to three weeks. I don't know why you people have a fascination with a housing crash. It is, it, it is beyond me. I just don't get it sometimes. I really don't. It's like you guys are preying on the downfall of people. It's actually pretty weird. But let me say this. And the dude is the chief, chief investment strategist for Blackstone, which owns about 550 billion dollars worth of real estate and homeboy is basically saying the same thing that I've been saying for the past year and a half, two years supply versus demand trumps every numbers that all of you are looking at I don't know what numbers you guys are paying attention to, I don't know why you guys think something is brewing and something is coming I don't think first of all I really think it's because of the lack of experience and 
lot of people are just now getting into the real estate space or just now learning about the real estate space. And you guys are watching YouTube, YouTubers, TikTokers, people on IG who put out a lot of clickbait type of information for views and likes. And it sounds good, right? It sounds good. But a lot of it is just pure foolishness. Do you understand that since the Great Recession, they've been saying the market was, the real estate market was going to crash? Since 2010, 11, even when we was trying to rebuild and come out of the worst housing crash probably in history, they still were saying the market was going to crash. Every single year, it was like the market can't, when the market depreciated and then it started going back up slowly but surely, all the pundits were saying the same thing. The market's going to crash. Every year, I'm telling you, every single year, people are saying that the housing market is going to crash. It's actually pretty stupid because people just don't pay attention to things. But let me say this, and I'm going to put out more detailed information about this later today. But you have to understand the times that we are in right now is completely different from what it was in 2004, 5, 6, or 7. Completely different times. First things first, a lot of you probably don't even know that in the four-year time frame, I think 2004, 5, 6, and 7, there was an excess of over $300 billion worth of loans being originated with credit scores below 620 and no documentations were required on these loans. These were not full documentation loans. These were grade A subprime deals. I know because I was in the industry and I was originating these grade A subprime deals where you can do a two, three year fix on somebody, qualify the person off the teaser rate not the fully index rate, collect no documents from them, and they can have a 580 credit score, and they can get 100% financing. Right? $300 billion minimum every single year of that type of paper was being originated at scale. I don't think you guys really understand that. Right now, in the past four years, not including 2021, not including 2021 numbers yet, but there was less than, there was less than $100 billion, I think somewhere around $50 billion worth of business almost every single year that was originated with credit scores under 620, but the difference is that even with that $50 billion or less, those folks were not getting no documentation loans. Not at all. They were getting full documentation loans where the ability to repay was verified. Meaning, a.k.a. the people can afford it. They just had fucked up credit. Right? That factor in the loan, just the ability to repay, that factor right there alone will tell you all you need to know. If you really research, and if you guys are just stop listening to these people on the internet, and listen to people who actually is, was active during that time and know what the hell they're doing, you will understand that 
the market back then was set up for failure. There was little to no regulation, no documentation loans, two, three-year, and negative amortization type of loans. Well, hell, even back then, like Homeboy said, you could do a cash-out refinance up to 100% of the value of your home, up to 95% of the value of your home. Like, literally, people would refinance every six months and take out cash as the home values kept on going up and up and up. People literally used their house as ATM machines. These type of factors no longer exist. Hell, I got several of them, truth. I got several of them, truth asylum. So, like, you have to understand the factors that led up to the Great Recession. Those factors no longer exist, ladies and gentlemen. They are not here. They are not here. You have to stop thinking that this market today is anywhere similar to 2008. It is just not. Go watch a movie. Go watch The Big Short. Go watch these movies. They break it down for you in the movies of what really happened. These factors no longer exist. The truth of the matter is, in this market, look, Truth Asylum said, then they modified me after the crash and took 100 k off my loan, laughing out loud. Facts. <clears throat> Facts. So look, you have to understand, this market right now is completely different. First of all, there's a study that came out the other day that said 50% of homeowners have at least 50% of equity in their homes right now. This is the rich, the, the, the most richest I think people have been equity rich in housing history. So if people fall on hardships right now, this is not like back in the day. They're just going to walk away from their properties and shit like that. First of all, to buy a house in today's market, you have to be qualified. You have to put a little skin in the game, etc., etc. People are not walking away from houses. Like, like people, back in the day, people walked away houses because they had no skin in the game. And they didn't care about the credit. It's different. You got to understand that shit. Then... First of all, if people fall into hardship now, they're to sell their fucking house and walk away with money. I mean, but most importantly, supply and demand. Supply and demand. Here's another factor that you guys probably don't know. 2004, 2005, 2006... 2007, there was at a minimum, a minimum of eight months of inventory on the marketplace, making it a buyer's market. So there was more houses for sale than there was people to buy them. That is the total opposite right now. We have been in the housing crisis, a housing shortage for years before COVID-19. 
COVID-19 just heightened that because there is supply chain issues across the world because of COVID-19. Just to catch up to that, it's going to take years. So you got to understand the mechanics of what made the market crash last year. I mean, not last year, last recession or the Great Recession, the housing crisis, 2007, 2008. You got to understand the mechanics of what happened. And look at the mechanics of what's happening right now. There was so much supply back then. There was access. Anybody could get a mortgage. Hell, if you had a pulse, you could get a mortgage. You did not have to be able to qualify or afford the mortgage. You could get it. Fast forward to now. If you don't qualify, you ain't getting no mortgage. You have to put down a down payment nowadays. You have to pay for your closing costs in most parts nowadays. You can't go out there and do two, three mortgages with the same bank at the same time and close on two, three properties. I'm telling you this because I've originated deals like that. Three Same borrower, buy three different houses. I use three different banks, all closing at the same day. You can't do that shit now. That was the game back then. So And, and all of those deals would get 100% financing. This was the wild cowboys days, ladies and gentlemen. Please don't compare this market to that. You have to understand the mechanics. And a lot of you just don't understand the mechanics. And it's pretty, it's, it's just, I, I can't even say it's sad enough like that. I can't even fault you. Because in this day and age where anybody can get on their phone and kind of put out anything they want, I can understand how you might feel. But I'm here to tell you, this mark, this housing market will not crash. Will there be a correction? Absolutely. It's, it don't take a rocket science to, to scientists to see that there's going to be a slowdown because the Fed, look what they did. Look what they had to do, number one. First of all, when COVID-19 came, they had to fucking go heavy with the QE, with the quantitative easing, and dump all the money into the bonds to keep the housing market going because we know if the housing market goes, the economy goes. Okay? So they had to buy all these bonds. They manipulated the market. They drove interest rates down, which drove everybody into a frenzy to take advantage of the cheap money. I said this on The Breakfast Club in April of 2020 when the question was asked, do I think people are going to stop buying houses? I said no. When they open America up, people are going to go fucking crazy and buy whatever they can. I'm telling you this. I've told you guys this several times. Now, you look at what's happening right now in the marketplace. And I'm going to make this quick because i got to get the hell off this. If you look at what's happening in, in, in the marketplace right now, even with rates being high, first of all, rates are not high. I want to just say that rates are higher because a lot of you have just gotten into real estate in the past two years because of COVID, and you don't really understand before COVID-19, interest rates was 45 to 5%. You don't even understand that. You don't even know. It's like everybody forgot what, was the, what, was, what happened pre-COVID just didn't exist, I guess, in the world. But an interest rate in the fives is not abnormal. That is not a high rate. I'm sorry, it's not. And let me tell you, yes, will that 
disqualify some people from being able to afford to purchase real estate? Absolutely. But let me, I'm here to tell you, there's a lot of people who got declined when rates were in the mid tools. Really think about this. So two years ago, people still were getting declined and couldn't even buy a house when rates were in the tools, even with home prices being cheaper then than what it is today. And people still couldn't afford to buy a house. So there's always going to be people who can't afford. There's always going to be people who cannot afford to buy real estate. There's always going to be the have and the have-nots in America, around the world. This is not nothing new, ladies and gentlemen. So yes, with the Fed doing what they're doing to try to slow down. You do it all without breaking a sweat. And you do it all in style. From being a boss exec to getting the kids ready for school, checking homework, family dinners, lunches and brunches with your day ones, trips to the salon, and weekend getaways are anything but a getaway. That's why Infinity fully reimagined the QX60 to help you conquer it all with ease. A luxury SUV as functional as it is stylish and as versatile as it is serene. Even when you have back-to-back -back conference calls on top of the kids' basketball practices, not to mention your side hustles, it's all done with grace. The all-new Infiniti QX60 has available features like seating for up to seven passengers, a suite of active safety features, and massaging front seats. It's the SUV designed to help you conquer life in style. Now with extremely limited availability, contact your local retailer for inventory information. Inflation will the housing demand slow down a tad bit absolutely 1000% that does not mean a crash that just means a slowdown so in 2022 home prices will appreciate depending on the market between 7 to 15% depending on your market in 2023 I think we're gonna go back to some sort of norm, norm, normal um, appreciation three to 7%, depending on the market. Guys, That just because the appreciation numbers are slowing down, that don't mean it's a crash. It's still up. What about the 40% it gained in two years? It's still up and it's stuck. And look, Joe L'Oreal says something very important right here. Jay L'Oreal says, the difference now is people who are working jobs paid enough to qualify. Yes. The ability to repay, you have to understand, all the rules and regulations on the mortgage side right now are night and day compared to what it was 2004, 5, and 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. The ability to repay has to be there or you're not getting a loan. We have to verify your income. We have to make sure you still have a job at closing. The ability to repay is there, period, point blank. So, as long as there, there's always going to be demand for housing, we have an affordable housing crisis in America. Yes, but there are still tens of millions of people that are able to buy. Now, I'm going to tell you another thing. You have to look at the mindset of the people in today's world compared to what it was back then and I'm telling you this because I was in the game at this time 
the entrepreneurial spirit is running rampant throughout America. People are educating themselves more than ever now because of social media and YouTube and things of that nature. People are making wiser decisions. Yes, you're always going to have the people who make dumbass decisions and do stupid things with their money. Absolutely. You're going to always have people who are irresponsible. But I'm telling you, I'm telling you, people are making money now. Whether it's at their job, whether they got a side business or a side hustle, people are making more money now than they ever had. It's just a fact. Now, not everybody's making money, but more people are making more money now. So I'm saying all this to say, people are not going to just let their homes go away just because of what you think is going to crash. The bottom line of this whole rant this morning is supply and demand, people. Pay attention to supply and demand. Look at the numbers, the numbers you need to look at is if you look at the number of new listings that are coming to the market. It's an uptick, but it's still down, period. Why is down? Because interest rates are higher, so now sellers who don't need to sell are not going to sell. Very simple, ladies and gentlemen. So if sellers who might say, you know what, I got 400000 in equity... I would love to upgrade or downsize my house, but on the flip side, if I go buy a new house, my rate is going to be higher. I'm going to pay a little bit more. Well, it doesn't make sense for me to go buy something else when I'm going to get a 5.5%. I might as well just go take out a HELOC and fix up the house that I'm in, make it what I want, and maybe go invest into some rental properties. You know how I know this? Because these are the conversations that I'm having every single day with current homeowners who said, damn, I missed the boat. I should have listened to you, Matt, two years ago and took advantage of those low rates. Now, I can't buy my dream house, but you know what? I have all this equity. Let me take some of this equity, fix up my house, make it beautiful, and I could chill here for a while and I can go invest in properties. This is what homeowners are thinking. I'm telling you, I had five Zoom calls yesterday with homeowners who are equity rich right now that wanted to sell their properties and they're not selling no more. They're just pulling the money out to fix up and to reinvest. I'm trying to tell you, if you think that sellers who don't need to sell are just going to be desperate because they want to cash out, no, they're not going to sell. The people who are going to sell right now are going to be the people who still want need to upgrade, move into a better neighborhood. They want to downsize, and they don't care on the flip side because overall, when they look at the rate and the payment, they still can afford it because they have all this money they're going to make, and it's still worth it for them to, to sell. I'm trying to tell you what is happening. So the supply is going to get limited and limited because few as if once the Fed raises rates again, and if these rates go to six seven percent, sellers are not going to put their house on the market. So what the hell you think is going to happen to inventory? What do you think is going to happen with inventory if the sellers 
if the rates go to six and a half percent, seven percent, do you think it's going to make more sellers say, hey, I'm going to sell my house today? No. And then what do you think is going to happen to the buyers who are out there? They ain't going to be able to find a house. Bidding wars are still going to be there. Homes are still selling above asking price. In Georgia, homes are still selling a hundred two. two percent over asking price like so for all you people who are looking for some sort of real estate crash in housing I hate to break it to you it's not going to happen I don't give a fuck what no one says it's not going to happen get over it what you should be doing is Paying attention, and I'm going to leave you with this because i got to go work out. You should be paying attention to what the Blackstones and what all these institutions are doing right now. Joe Biden just released a new plan for home ownership. I'm going to talk about that later. But you need to pay attention to what they're doing. Joe Biden, the president, is trying to pass more regulation for zoning, right, to fix the housing crisis, right? They are trying to push zoning laws to create more ADUs. If you don't know what an ADU is, it is accessory, dwelling. You do it all without breaking a sweat. And you do it all in style. From being a boss exec to getting the kids ready for school, checking homework, family dinners, lunches and brunches with your day ones, trips to the salon, and weekend getaways are anything but a getaway. That's why Infinity fully reimagined the QX60 to help you conquer it all with ease. A luxury SUV as functional as it is stylish and as versatile as it is serene. Even when you have back-to-back conference calls on top of the kids' basketball practices, not to mention your side hustles, it's all done with grace. The all-new Infinity QX60 has available features like seating for up to seven passengers, a suite of active safety features, and massaging front seats. It's the SUV designed to help you conquer life in style. Now with extremely limited availability, contact your local retailer for inventory information. Units. In Seattle, you can have a 50 by 100 lot on a single family home. You can tear down that single family home and you could build five townhomes on a 50 by 100 lot, which is 5,000 square feet. Each prop, each townhome could be on a thousand square foot of land. So now you can take a single family home and make it into a five unit. All individual townhomes. This is going on all across America right now. Why they're doing this? To solve the affordable housing crisis. So what you guys need to pay attention to is stop worrying about if it's a housing crash or not. Stop worrying about the fucking negative shit that people talk about on the news, that talk on his gram. And look, there's always going to be, real estate is all about cycles, first and foremost. Real estate is is a cycle business. That's why it's a long-term play. So stop focusing on these short-term moves. Because real estate is not like like oatmeal. You put it in the microwave 60 seconds and it's done. And you can go eat. No. This is a gourmet meal. It takes time. Like, like my 
like my guy Jalil said, that's a fact. Just like them want to legalize basements in New York. Exactly my point. So what you guys need to focus on, if you're trying to get into real estate, you need to focus on single families, ADUs, because you know why? That's what the government is pushing investors on. Why you think the Blackstones and all these institutional people, Zillow, why you think they're buying all the single family homes, people? Why do you think they're buying all the single family homes? It's not just they're buying single family homes just to create, to make America's renters. I guarantee you in the next five years, you're going to start seeing those same corporations knock down those single family homes in those communities and start building fucking five, six units on one plot of land because of the ADU zoning laws that's about to get pushed through all through America. But yet, you guys are still focused on the housing crash, but instead of, instead of focusing on where the money is going right now. Shout out to Unplug Fit. What's good, my guy? Like, you guys got to understand where the money is and where the money is flowing. There's a housing crisis, an affordable housing crisis. So where should you do as an investor? <clears throat> you should start looking at learning how to develop. Why you think... I told you guys last year, I think I'm done with trying to buy multifamilies. I'm just going to build them. Me and my partner Malik, we have three plots of land in Philly, and we're building three multifamilies, a total of 19 units. Inflation only helps real estate. Thank you, Unfit Plug. Unplug Fit, my nigga. Like, you got to understand. It only helps real estate. And if you're not looking at being smart with real estate and how to make money in real estate, you're just going to be one of these people who are just going to be left on the back burner. I told you guys when the pandemic came, I was one of the only real estate people. Man, I had no haircut, bad looking crazy. I didn't give a fuck. I was on this damn live every single day telling y'all, yo, this is the play. This is what's about to happen. Yo, if they do this, rates are going to go to this. Y'all need to jump on this shit. I jumped on for myself. I got properties with rates in the tools right now. Hell, I got a million dollar crib rate under 3%. You got to understand when those times come, it's not, it's not, it's not long lived. It's short. It's timing, yo. Instead of worrying about trying to time the market, worry about your time in the market. Look, crypto and the stock market are liquid, which means they are susceptible to crashes. Facts. Again. Again. I'm one year on my FHA 2.75. Should I not refinance? You should never refinance, ever in your life. Real estate will always be king. Everybody who has stocks, crypto, options, unless you are a serious trader, which I am not. I'm not sitting here running plays and putting puts left and right because I just don't have the brain capacity to do this shit all day. I got long-term contracts. All my shits are down right now. But my real estate is up. If I lose all my money in the stock, option, crypto markets... Guess what I can still go touch? 
my real estate. My fucking real estate. I don't thank you because you got don't refinance because you got a 2.75. Do you want a 6% rate? <laughs> Black girl 26. There's no reason to re refine. You got a 2.7. What are you going to do? But you got to understand. Real estate wins simply off of depreciation and cost segregation. This is the shit that y'all don't even understand. See, I keep telling y'all, don't wait to buy real estate. Buy real estate and wait. And the tax, with the stocks and the crypto and the option market from a tax perspective, what's going to help you more? Real estate or that? See, y'all so caught up in the fast money of all this other shit that y'all forgetting the most important thing. That 90% of America's wealth was created through real estate. And it wasn't created overnight. It's because you guys are just so hell-bent on trying to run up a bag today that you're not even paying attention. Yes, you should do stocks, crypto, option. You should be diversified. But you got to know when to take your wins and put those wins into real tangible assets. Real, tangible assets, yo. Something that you can touch. I don't give a fuck what happens in the market. The real estate market can crash 50% tomorrow. Does that mean I don't own my house? I love Durham NC. I should have I went crazy in Durham when I was in Central. In the 90s. But this is what you got to fucking understand. You have to understand real estate is the play. Real estate will always be the play. Real estate will outlive all of these fads that happen. And there's been so many different fads of get money quick in every, in every industry. But real estate outweighs the test of time. I want you guys all, whenever you're ready, bro. I'm going to shoot you. I could come to Miami whenever, bro. Just hit me up. I'm going to shoot you a DM after we get off of this. Matter of fact, I'm going to text you when I get off of this and we set it up. I come to Miami all the time, whenever, bro. It gives me a reason to come to Miami. But let me tell you guys something, right? And I'm just keeping it real with you. When you go outside today, I want you to look around you. I want you to look around you. When you, when you look outside, what do you see? Real estate. <laughs> Everywhere you go, you see real estate. Everywhere you go, you see real estate. All of that real estate was still there when the market crashed in the Great Recession. And all that real estate has gone down and has gradually went up and then it rocket shipped. And if it trends a little bit down over the next two to three years, who gives a fuck? You know why? Because the real estate is still there. And you know what they're going to start doing? You see, see, Biden can't, see, y'all just not even paying attention. 
this whole ADU shit is going bonkers across the country. They're going to start changing the zoning. And you know what's going to happen? Just like in New York. You see, New York has air rights. Oh, y'all missing a fact. The whole point is fucking skies. You got all this fucking real estate that goes vertical. <laughs> so you know what's going to happen? In about 10 years, they're going to start, when there's nowhere else to put new buildings, they're going to start rezoning air rights across the country. Because New York is, why you think New York is so dense? It's vertical. What do you think is going to happen all over the country? At some point, they're going to say, you know what? This strip mall, I know we zoned it for a, a single level strip mall. But you know what? We need, to, we need to build some more apartments. So all these little strip mall centers, we're going to rezone them shits so you can now go vertical and you can build... A hundred unit apartment, luxury apartments on top of that shit. Who cares what the market is doing of equity? Equity is monopoly money. Do you understand what equity is? Equity is unrealized gains. That's all equity is. Unrealized gains. That's all equity is. Unrealized gains. Just like your stock portfolio... Just like your crypto portfolios, just like everything, it's unrealized until you tap into it. But the difference is, it's brick and mortar. I can go touch it. Look, Bonita Wilson said, we own the air above our property and the ground below in Louisiana. There's always a play in real estate. There's always a way to make money. So instead of you guys that are in my, and you women who are in my DMs, constantly sending me fucking other people's posts about the housing crash and this, that, and the third, and asking me for my opinion, stop asking me this shit. I don't give a fuck. I don't care if the market goes up. I don't care if the market goes down. I don't care if the market goes left or right. I care about running the motherfucking play every single day that I'm alive. Period, point blank. Nothing more, nothing less. I want to focus my time and my attention on, all right, this is the new wave. What's, what's, what's a way I can still get to it? How can I still make my clients money? How can I still make myself money in this real estate game? Period. What are the rules, the laws of the land? What can I do? Hell, it's affordable housing crisis. What's becoming popular? Tiny homes, container homes. You understand what I'm saying? So hell, I brought me a tiny home. There's a housing crisis. Let me go buy one of those. Let me see how that go. Hell, there's rent is out of control. We got the millennials and the Gen Zs or whatever you call these younger people, right? They want to rent more. You know what? But they want luxury accommodation. So you know what? Let me go a bit let me go build not these older looking multifamilies and you you rehab them. You know what? I'm tired of dealing with the bidding wars with that. Let me go find plots of land so we can develop and build ground up 
multifamilies and make them sexy so we can get a certain caliber of, of millennial or Gen X renter who's going to want to pay top dollar because they're not ready for home ownership. Where are the needs? What is the problem? What is the solution? And how do I provide the solution to the people's problem? So you have to understand that who cares if the housing market crashes? That don't mean your building disappears. So I'm going to leave it on this because I got to go. I've been on here for almost 40 minutes and I didn't want to come on this line. I'm going to leave it on this. Right now, there's a shortage of 5 million homes in America. There's supply chain issues. It's going to take years to get to the supply chain to get it back to some sort of normalcy. Okay? Yes, interest rates will continue to go up. Who cares? The serenity prayer is what I want you all to go Google. And I want you all to go really read that and really focus on the serenity prayer. Focus on the things that you can control. Give me the strength and wisdom, God, to focus on the things that I can control. I tell you guys all the time, one of my favorite um, scriptures in the Bible, Proverbs 12, 11, Those who work their land will have an abundant of food, abundant, an abundant of food, and those who chase fantasies, fantasies are full, basically. I'm not chasing the fantasies. I'm not chasing the bullshit. I'm working my land so I can have an abundance of food. Period, point blank. And I'm going to leave it on this one. When you guys are wishing on foreclosures, understand you are wishing that your own people... Because most of those foreclosures are going to be people that look like us. Proverbs 12, 11. If you, if you wishing on foreclosures, you're, you're praying on the downfall of people that look like us to lose. That's real life people. You have to understand. Yes, there will be foreclosures. But guess what? If there's a mass... Exodus of foreclosures, guess what? You're not going to be in position to buy them anyway. Because you know who's going to buy them? The asset manager is going to sell them to the hedge funds, not you. So why are you wait, wishing on something that you're not even going to be able to participate in because you only got 3.5% down payment and not even closing costs? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You're wishing on something that you can't even compete. You can't, forget the institutional investors, you can't compete with the investor who got 20 to 30% down because you ain't got no money, dog. You ain't got no money, dog. I'm just saying. So stop wishing on people's downfall for something that you can't even take advantage of. Fuck is wrong with y'all sometimes? It annoys me when I see these DMs. Like, and that's when I, I look and I say, yo, you ain't got shit. You're morally broke. Your character is ruined because you're waiting for something. You're, you're praying for this. I'm going to wait for it to crash before I get in the real estate game. Well, who says you even going to be alive? 
the audacity of you to have an expectation that God's even going to give you another day on this earth. But you waiting for something to happen that you don't even know what's going to happen? Come on, man. Run the play today. This is the When you wake up every single day, it's an opportunity for you to be great. When you wake up every single day, it's an opportunity for you to go out here and crush your goals. Crush your goals. Stop waiting for something that you don't know what's going to happen. You have no clue. You have no clue. And this is just pure facts. This is why I don't sit around waiting for somebody or waiting for certain circumstances to happen before I do this. Right? This got to happen before I do this. That has to happen before I do this. No, fuck that. I'm going to go do it right now. Because I am in position to do it. I studied. My foundation is right. I got my team together. I'm ready to go out here and execute. I don't give a fuck what a rate is. And most of y'all so fucking don't, and I can tell you don't know nothing about real estate because you don't even understand from a tax perspective, low interest rates actually hurt you. High interest rates actually help you because you get the write-off more on your taxes, which lowers your overall tax bill to Uncle Sam. So a lot of you don't even know how to play the game right and you're sitting here wishing on people's downfall. Educate yourself, brothers and sisters. Educate yourself. Build your foundation. Understand what the hell is really going on. Go out here and do what you have to do. And stop listening to people that are on the internet running up likes and views because they get paid from YouTube. I get paid from YouTube too. And it's, hey, hey, look, I ain't got no problem with it. But you got to learn how to do your own due diligence, do your own research, be your own boss, and stop being impressionable about people who are just here. They are not licensed professionals. They have no clue half of the time what they're talking about. You have to understand what their play is, too. And hell, I got to play, too. I'm not here for nonprofit. I'm trying to do loans and I'm trying to be the number one source for um is is for um real estate financing. I disagree. Pay less interest is better for than tax deduction. According to you. Cause I could pay less interest regardless because I can just pay down my mortgage faster. You understand what I'm saying? So it depends on what side of the coin you are. Yeah, overall, I want the cheapest money possible. Why not? I took advantage of cheap money. But don't say because rates are in the fives, it's not a good time to buy when you're getting deducted from that too. So once you do your tax analysis and you understand, all right, I'm paying five gross, but after my deductions, I might be at 3.75% because I'm saving this amount. You got to understand how to do your math. So, yeah, cheap money, I'm all for it. I was screaming to the top of the hills about the cheap money. To the top of the hills and telling y'all to take the cheap money. But don't look at a 5 or 6% interest rate like it's the devil. No, that's why you got tax benefits for it. Write that sucker off, deduct it, and buy smart. So that way you can now, look, 
you have to understand real estate is probably one of the only businesses that you can start with as little as three and a half percent down payment. So if you got a three hundred thousand dollar house, you can do three point five percent, which is like nine thousand dollars, and you can get a multifamily in some of these little small states. And now you're a business owner because now you can file that on your Schedule E, and now you can take um, advantage of depreciation, bonus depreciation, and all these other tax strategies that are in place for you to run your play. Come on, man. Understand the game, y'all. Understand what the hell is going on. Understand. So, stop trying to time the market. Focus on your time in the market. Stop trying to time the market. Focus on your time in the market. The longer you are holding your real estate assets and your portfolio, the more money you're going to make. Period. Point. Blank. And that's all I got for y'all today. Matt Garland here. NMLS number 58700. But I'm better known as MG the Mortgage Guy. Peace. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com.